Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dating Will Be the Death of Me. I'm your host, Amanda, and I am back with another episode, like I said. Sorry, so awkward. Um, But yeah, I hope the new year is going well for everyone. I hope that January is start has started well slash is going well this is um this will be released about halfway through january which i don't know i knock on wood every time i do this like literally the next day it all changes but i feel like january has kind of already gone by kind of quickly which is weird like even today so we have a full week at school and i thought like oh my god monday's gonna drag because it's like you know we're dreading a full week But today went by really quickly. Like three of my problem children were not there, like the ones who just don't stop talking. So I literally could actually hear my thoughts today and it was so nice. So I'm just hoping, you know, things continue that way. I feel like I'm so much more patient this year. So I might just be more like it could be just as annoying as last year, but things are seeming to go well. Kiss of death there, but whatever. Um... So yeah, I know I had posted on the Instagram page at dating will be the death of me about resolutions and like whether or not you guys, oops, sorry, whether or not you guys make them. And the majority of you said no, but I know some of you said that you do. So I would be interested to hear like what resolutions you guys all set for the new year and how you are holding yourselves accountable slash like sticking to them. But I just kind of wanted to talk about, I guess, more like goals and to-dos rather than like resolutions, which I mean, I guess they're kind of the same thing, but I don't know. Resolutions, I feel like just has such weight to it because you're like, oh, this is my resolution. And everyone, if you tell someone, they're like, oh, well, good luck with that. Like, we'll let you know if you slip from it. But the biggest one for me is I want to print out photos Like, I literally, all the photos in my apartment are of people that I love, but, like, from years ago. So, you know, the picture I have of me and my best friend is literally from high school, like, our graduation day. So I should probably update those and just even getting, like, more – because my walls are pretty full. Like, I feel like I've settled into my apartment for sure by now. Um, I moved in here in April of last year, so it's coming up on a year. And I feel really settled. I feel like I finally, you know, have gotten my design aesthetic and everything, but could definitely use more pictures, more updated and current pictures. And yeah, just like a lot has happened in the last year, like my Europe trip. And I want to get some pictures up uh, on the wall and print them out for people. I love, um, I have a friend who does that all the time. Like if we go on a trip together, shout out Amy. Uh, She's always really good about printing out pictures for me. And I, it's such like a nice gesture and it's, it's so small, but I I really appreciate it. So I'm going to try to do things like that. And that's, I mean, I didn't really think this out, but I guess something that I've always said is I wish I was like more thoughtful. Like I have friends who will say, Oh, I, I saw this and I thought of you. So I got it. And I never really do that. Maybe I'm just an asshole, but I want to be more thoughtful and just kind of, you know, go out of my way to, tell people when things remind me of them or, you know, if I see like a little trinket that makes me think of someone or like reminds me of a memory I have with someone, like just to grab it because 
for me, it means so much. So I know I want to I want to make people feel the way that people have made me feel. So corny, but it I don't know. It's little things like that that make my day. Um, so that's one of my goals: printing out pictures, being more thoughtful, and then just like stick with my workout routine. Like I I feel like I've noticed progress. And for me, it's like about getting stronger and I feel like I have gotten stronger. So I just want to keep doing that. And I um, talked with one of my friends and we've been like really accountable or we've been holding each other accountable, which I think helps so much. So if you're someone who either wants to get into working out or like has struggled with accountability or struggled with like just staying consistent, literally just having someone to text, even if you text them like, hey, I didn't get a workout in today. It's kind of nice. Not that you need someone to tell you, like, that's fine. You don't need to work out every day or that's fine if you were tired. Like, it is just nice to have someone to bounce your thoughts off of and, like, for them to give you feedback. So shout out to my accountability friend, Kathy, who has been keeping me very, very honest with my workouts. And it is cool just to be like, hey, I did this today and and it felt good and just kind of get ideas from each other. So I would say... Yeah, if you're someone who wants to get into working out or even just like having like a step goal or anything, even just for any of your resolutions, like I want to be better about meal prepping or I want to get through two weeks without ordering from Uber Eats or whatever, just having someone to keep you accountable really does help because uh, then it, it almost seems like more of a competition, which helps me so much. Like I got an Apple Watch and did a competition with two of my friends and it's like, it's fun. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who wins, but it's like good motivation for sure. So yeah, those are just my two cents. If you don't care, then sorry that I shared that with you. But um, today is going to be a shorter episode. I just have kind of a continued from last episode where I told you about um, one of the ghosts of X's past who decided to visit me on New Year's Eve night when I had my whole ass new boyfriend in the apartment. My ex came knocking on my door. So if you haven't listened to that story and you were intrigued, which like, come on guys, that's a pretty crazy story. Go back and listen. And then this um, this episode is going to be about yet another ghost of an ex past who I don't even know, like, <laughs> I'm gonna let you guys give me your opinion of him. It's He's just a lot. And it's like one of those things where in the moment when he kind of ghosted me, like, I was like, oh, my God, this sucks. Like, I felt like he was such the perfect guy. And, you know, I talked him up to my friends. But, like, now our interaction since then, it's like such a bullet dodged. And I'm so grateful that I didn't waste more time on this guy because, um, yikes. So, If any of you have had experiences over the past few days with the new year dealing with any exes, like, I apologize. It is shitty. I hate it. Don't do it. If you're considering reaching out to your ex, like, just leave them alone. I don't, like, if you're supposed to end up back together, maybe you will somehow, like, run into each other or, like, just don't, I guess the biggest thing is don't blindside them and don't show up at their apartment, don't show up at their job, don't, like, don't do anything that's creepy and crazy and you would not like if someone did it to you. So that's my advice. You can take it or leave it. I just think it's kind of common sense. Like, don't 
blindside your ex by showing up. Also, if you've done something shitty, just leave them alone. If it's been months since you've talked to them, leave them alone. They don't want to hear from you. Just leave them alone. All right, so let's get into the story for today. Again, it is another story of a ghost of an ex. Not an ex. A ghost of a ghost. Just a ghost. Re-showing up. Re-haunting my ass. So this is the guy who I had talked about in a previous episode who we had gone on three dates and they all went really well. Like he checked all the boxes. He was attractive, which is not the first box, but it was like he was all these other things plus attractive. He was really cute, was um, had a good job, had a good family, seemed like he had a good relationship with his family, seemed grounded, was motivated was interested in me, like had made a few comments like, yeah, I really like you. I feel lucky that I met you. Like saying all the right things, basically love bombing now looking back. But it was one of those things where I was like, oh my God, finally I caught a break, a nice guy who likes me. Oh, what could be better? And after the third date, he had asked me if I wanted to meet his friends because his friend's birthday was going to be on a Friday. He was like, oh, if you want to hang out, if you want to come out with us, we're going to go into Boston. Like you and I can meet up with them and then whatever they end up doing, we can either go with them or end up doing our own thing, which sounded awesome, like meet his friends. But also he still wanted to maybe just hang out one on one afterwards, depending on where the night went. So it was like super chill. Um, I was excited and I had gone out with coworkers, had tried to get in touch with him that day, that Friday, and never heard from him. And so I was super confused. I was like, what the fuck happened? Cried that night, feel so stupid looking back. But ultimately, I get a text from him that Friday night at 7 p.m. where he just said, had a rough day, I'm not going out, sorry. And when I said, can you give me a call? That's kind of weird. He said, I'll call when I call. So that was Friday, November 4th. And that all happened before I had matched with and met the guy that I'm dating now. So, I mean, blessing in disguise, like this guy, it didn't work out with him. And now I'm, you know, with the guy that I'm seeing. But at the time, it was just super confusing. Like, ultimate ghosting, hang out three times, tell me that, like, oh my gosh, my biggest flaws, I'm getting, I get attached really easily. Like, I'm getting attached to you. Do you want to be my friends? And then ghosting. So that was November 4th again. So, On Monday, January 2nd, after I've already gone through the bullshit with my ex who showed up at my apartment, after I've had the conversation with my boyfriend that we were going to be officially like boyfriend-girlfriend, I'm insanely hungover (laughs) and get a text at 12.42 as I'm meal prepping. Like I had literally had to scrape myself off the couch because I was so hungover because we had Monday off and I was like really feeling a bottle of wine on Sunday night. And I get this text and I had deleted this guy's number. I should have blocked it. Like I know a lot of you guys say block, block, block everyone, like any former ex, any former like hookup, any, like anything. But I don't typically do that. And I get myself into problems like this, but also like, Hey, it's good for the show. Good content. But no, I wasn't expecting to ever hear from this kid again because Like I said, I hadn't heard from him since November 4th, and he basically just ghosted me. So January 2nd, I'm in the kitchen making my 
lunch for the next day and I get a, Hey, how have you been? So I looked, I got on my like Apple watch. And so the number popped up and I wasn't near my phone at the time. So I was like, who could that be? And you know, your brain kind of goes through like, oh my God, all of the people that like I've deleted their number and kind of forgot about them. With this guy, I hadn't deleted our conversation. I think because I just wanted to be able to look back and be like, is there something that I missed? Like, you know, was I crazy thinking that we actually like had potential? But like, no, so I hadn't deleted his, our conversation. So I knew when I looked at my phone finally, I was like, oh, it's this guy, this fucking asshole. So he's like, hey, how have you been? I was just like, um, good, question mark. And I was like, I said you. I So again, part of me, I know I shouldn't be engaging, but also part of me just wanted to know why the hell you're reaching out after two months. So he said he was doing well. He said, my rents mentioned White Lotus, which is a show that we had started watching together. And he said he thought of me. And he said, missed you. I know I was a dick. And I said, yeah, you were is that all? And he said, no, I want to see you. And I said, why? You had no problem inviting me to meet your friends and then canceling on me without an explanation. And he said, I know I apologize. I was mad and also shied away. So for me, I'm like, why the fuck were you mad? Like I did nothing. And if you don't know how to handle your emotions, good fucking riddance. Like it was so, I was like mad. So that was at 123. Like we spent an hour kind of going back and forth texting And then I asked him, like, mad, like, why were you mad? And then I got a phone call from him. So half of me was like, I don't want to fucking deal with this. It's my day off. I just want to, you know, just have a drama-free, relaxing end to my winter vacation. But I'm fucking curious, kind of love drama, and I have a podcast, so I need – no, I'm just joking. But, like, I was curious. So I answered the phone, and – It bothered me right away because he just wanted to like act like things were normal, like we were just going to have a normal conversation. So he was kind of like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, how's life been? And I was like, why are you talking to me now? And he was like, honestly, I've just been thinking a lot about you and, you know, that whole spiel about, you know, I dropped the ball and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of just let him talk like he was going on and on and on. I was like, did you even call me because you wanted to hear my voice or did you just want to hear yourself talk? So he finally was like, yeah, and I I just I miss you a lot. And so at this point, I can sometimes have a temper. Like if anyone knows me, they know that that is me definitely um, downplaying it. Like I can be super sassy, have a bad attitude, 100 percent. And when someone like this reaches out, I can definitely lash out at this person and be like, too fucking bad. Like, this is what you did, X, Y, Z, blah, 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 whatever. But in my head, I'm like, he's not worth it. So I was like, well, honestly, you know, things happen. He said the reason that he didn't go out that night and stop talking to me was because he lost his job that day. And he was embarrassed to tell me that. And he was mad. So then he just stopped talking to me. And he was mad at his situation. It had nothing to do with me. But he took it out on me by just, like, icing me out. So I'm thinking, like, wow, you clearly don't know how to handle your emotions, don't know how to have just, like, a normal – you could just text me and be like, hey, lost my job, I'll reach out, like, tomorrow. Or even, hey, I had a rough day, I'll text you tomorrow. But just the way he was just, you know, had a rough day not going out. 
sorry. Like, so, I don't know, it was so dismissive and kind of callous that, like, if I were in that situation and everyone's different, you might be listening saying, like, dude, I wouldn't tell the girl that I just met that I lost my job. Like, it is embarrassing. I just, I think he could have even come up with an excuse to make it less callous and less, like, kind of just rude. So I was like, honestly, you could have told me that you lost your job. It's not embarrassing. Like, it happens to people all the time. And he just kept trying to, like, play up the fact that, no, I do have a job now and I am doing well. And I'm like, that's great for you. Like, I don't, you know, cool. But it doesn't change what you did. And he's like, started to get, like, pissy. And I was like, it kind of seems like you're also trying to blame me. And he was like, well, you know, like, you could have reached out after that. And I just, I was shocked. I was like, why would I reach out? You're the one who canceled on me and then just, like, had no explanation and kind of ghosted and left me fucking, like, I had plans with you. And then now I'm just, like, sitting at home alone. So that bothered me. And then he was like, I'd really want to take you out. And so, again, I had just had the conversation on New Year's night into New Year's Day that me and my boyfriend were going to be official. So I told him, I just said, well, I have a boyfriend now, so we can't go out. And he was like, oh, I fucking knew that you would. Like, I knew that would happen. I almost didn't reach out because I figured you did have a boyfriend, but I didn't think that you would get one so quickly and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, best of luck with you, but like, I am happy and, you know, I'm with someone now. And he goes, well, I mean, I'm not happy that you're happy. And I was like, what? That's so rude. And I literally laughed. I was like, wait, you're not happy that I'm happy? He's like, no, like, <clears throat> let me know when you guys break up because, like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be your boyfriend or whatever. And I was like, okay. And so then he made another comment. He was like, it's also super lame that he, like, asked you to be your his girlfriend on New Year's Eve. Like, that's so cliche. Like, that's so corny. And I was like, all right, I'm going to end the conversation there because, first of all, you just said that you're not happy that I'm happy. And now you're insulting my boyfriend slash, like, me in that whole situation. So fuck off. And, but I was trying to maintain my cool, right? Like me getting mad, I feel like would have given him what he wanted. So I just like maintained my cool. And I was like, yeah, you know, like you're going to find someone for you. I'm happy you found a job. Best of luck. And, you know, thank you for calling and thank you for finally explaining yourself. And then we, you know, it was kind of weird. He kind of continued to try to like keep the conversation going, but I was like, I got to go. Bye. So I hung up and then he tried to add me on Snapchat. I didn't add him. And then he texts me on this past Saturday. So January 2nd was when he initially reached out. January, what was that? Um, January 7th, he texts me. Actually, January 6th into January 7th. So Friday into Saturday. He texts me at 12.18 a.m. and he just goes, pisses me off, you have a boyfriend. Seriously. And I was like, okay, now I'm going to block you. Like, just so much negativity, not taking ownership of the fact that he's the reason that we're in this situation. He clearly wants something. And now that I have a boyfriend, like, he's pissed that he missed his chance but I'm just like, you are the reason that you're in this situation. We could have continued hanging out. We did have a really good vibe. You know, we could be dating at this point. 
and I didn't say that because I was like, this guy, there's, there just seemed like there was something off with him um, in this conversation since we had originally been hanging out. So I was like, I don't want to make this guy mad. Like, it just, it, he seemed weird. So I was like, I'm going to block you, whatever. But I just, it seemed so weird and it bothered me that he seemed, he was mad at me and he seemed like he wanted me to take ownership of why we were also in this situation. And part of me wanted to be like, yes, I am part of the reason that we're not together. And I'm so happy that we're not together because you clearly are off. So it was just such a weird situation. And I feel like between the two re-emerging of the exes, like the first one with my ex showing up at my apartment was worse. But this one was also weird. And I just like, it kind of made me feel good in the sense that like, yeah, I dodged a bullet. Like he wasn't everything that I thought he was, but also made me feel weird because I thought that he was so great and like we had a good connection. And then would this side of him have come out eventually? Like, you know, in this sense, he's clearly jealous of me having a boyfriend. Like, would this come out in a way that would have been almost not scary, but like something that I would have had to deal with if I were dating him? Like, I don't know. It just seemed toxic. And like, I'm so happy that I'm not with him to like deal with whatever weird insecurity that he has slash like semi-aggression that he has. So definitely a bullet dodged. But guys, again, I just can't stress enough. Leave people alone. Like that kid had not talked to me in two months and he thought he was just going to text me and like be able to hang out with me. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Like the biggest thing, and I literally had to have a conversation with my high school students about this who are like 16 and 17. And this 30 year old man still needs to be reminded this. When you do things, your actions have consequences. And like my students love to say, oh, this person did this or this person gave me this grade. This teacher gave me this detention. And I just remind them, I'm like, did they give you that grade or is that the grade you earned? Did they give you detention or did what you did, like, did you spray painting the bathroom result in consequences that you could have avoided if you didn't act the way you did? And I wanted to tell this homeboy, like, you are now in a situation that you're mad about you're trying to blame me, but it could have been avoided if you just knew how to have an adult conversation when you were in a situation where you lost your job, you couldn't hang out that night because you were upset. Totally understandable. But rather than have a normal adult conversation with the person that you let down or that you canceled on, which again, more than understandable. If I lost my job, I would have been like, bro, I lost my job. Like I'm not hanging out tonight. If he said that to me, I would have been like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, what can I do to help? Like, more than understanding. Rather than doing that, you just ghost. And then two months later, you expect that I'm just going to be like, oh, my God, missed you so much. Like, it doesn't work like that. So that is my most recent story of an ex. Not a, He's not even an ex, but like a fling coming out of the woodworks. And it just I know it, it happens to so many people on big events like New Year's, Christmas, big holidays. We got to stop doing it. Just like it's talk about cliche, talk about corny. Just don't do it. And if you've had a situation where it's worked for you, like congrats. I would love to hear it. Just leave people alone. <laughs> just leave them alone. It didn't work out for a reason. So that's just my opinion. That's my advice. 
Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope I don't have any more stories of exes coming out of the woodworks, but you know, the way things are going, I'm sure I will. But anyways, other than that, things have been going well and I'm hoping that they've been going well for you as well. Like I know the turn of a new year doesn't mean like things start fresh in life, but I just, I love how everyone kind of has like a more positive attitude and especially for teachers, like it's kind of that like September to January is like that uphill and now January to June is kind of like not a downhill jog or not like a easy ride, but it's starting to look a little bit easier. The days are going to get longer. It's eventually going to get warmer. So I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling good. Tomorrow I'm probably going to have the shittiest day in my life because that's just how this thing works. But I'm wishing all of you guys best of luck with life, with dating if you're dating, with your relationship if you're in a relationship, with a situationship if you're in a situationship and it's making you happy. You all deserve the best. You don't deserve these weirdos coming out of the woodworks to ruin your day. You don't deserve exes showing up at your house. So demand what you deserve. You're going to get everything you want out of life. I feel really corny, so I'm going to stop talking, but thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.